With approximately 483 acres of land, Elon University is the largest property in the town of Elon. It makes up nearly 19% of the town's acreage, and yet, as a nonprofit entity, it does not have to pay property taxes, a factor that is causing the town to rely heavily on sales taxes. This is ENN Radio, a weekly podcast from Elon News Network, bringing you the story behind the headlines. I'm Anna Terry. This week on ENN Radio, we are talking about College Town's reliance on sales taxes. Today, I'm sitting down with Executive Director for Elon News Network, Mackenzie Wilkes. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Anna. And this week, you wrote a story about the reliance of sales tax in college towns. Can you first start off by just telling me why we see this trend in college towns? Yeah, yeah. So with college towns, um, they really rely on sales tax because of all of the tax-exempt properties um, within college towns, and that's universities. So with the town of Elon, um, Elon University um, is the largest property owner within the town of Elon and they're tax exempt. And so they can't really, that's not a dependable source of revenue because the, um, because the university isn't paying taxes. And there are other um, tax exempt properties unique to Elon that makes it really interesting because of Twin Lakes Retirement Communities is also a tax exempt nonprofit. So they're not paying property taxes either. As of 2017, the tax value of the university is over $200 million. But as a nonprofit entity, this is a fee that Elon is exempt from. So those two large um, nonprofit entities and large property owners are not paying taxes. So the town has to fall back on sales. Mm -hmm. And you talked to town manager Richard Rodner, who talked to you about the pros and cons of having a higher reliance on sales ta tax. Can you tell me what he shared with you? Yeah, so um, the, there are pros and cons to, to relying on sales tax or versus property tax. With property tax, that is a dependable amount of revenue that towns are getting um, each year. And the town of Elon doesn't really have that because they have to rely on sales. And now sales isn't a significant, it is a significant source for the town of Elon, but it isn't always dependable. Rodner commented on the subject. With these special projects and things that are going to benefit everyone, uh, it's just a great, you know, kind of starting point, I think, to just building that community and continuing to build that relationship. So the, the concern during the pandemic for a lot of college towns in particular is that um, students are gone. Uh, when quarantine hit um, and the pandemic hit back at the beginning of 2020, it was that college students were, were leaving towns, and that's a big revenue source of college, uh, college students going out to the bars and like the local coffee shops and everything and generating that sales revenue. To the town's surprise, um, they actually exceeded um, or increased in um, sales tax revenue. Elon's tax revenue came in to be $700,000. 25% higher than expected. But that was still a main concern because sales isn't always dependable. And, and the reason it worked out, um, well, the reason um, the town manager thinks it worked out is because um, there are so many people within the town and within the county buying online. And so they get some, some revenue from online streams. Mm -hmm. 
And with this dependence on sales tax revenue, why is shopping locally so important? Yeah, no, this was really interesting because I didn't even realize it myself, but shopping locally is so important because like I was saying, it feeds back in to the town. If you're shopping locally, supporting these businesses, the, the sales tax that you pay on like a cup of coffee from Oak House, that's going directly back to the town and into the town's revenue stream. And um, that's, that's how the, the town balances their budgets and that goes back into the services that they provide like, like water and the sidewalks and stuff like that. And so sales, shopping locally is so important for the town. And it's also important to keep um, the town, town afloat to keep things balanced because if you're supporting these local businesses and shopping locally, um, that business stays in business, you know? And um, if, if, they, if they lose business, if they have to close down, then that's um, an empty property. And you know what? No property taxes. <laughs> so so it's, it's really an interesting system that feeds into to each other. Um, we get permit fees from the planning department, which we budget five to $10,000. Now, if you have a busy year, if the university you know, do, does a lot of work and issues, we issue a lot of permits to them, or we see a lot of subdivision work, we might get thirty or $40,000 in permit fees. But we can't count on that because that's so driven by the economy. So we don't budget a lot. But those are the and although Elon is tax exempt, it still pays for it still pays the town for services. Can you tell me exactly what these services are? Yeah, so Elon University is tax exempt because they are a nonprofit. They're an educational institution, so they do not have to pay property taxes. But they do contribute um, donations to the town of Elon. They're not required to, but they do it because they do use the town services. It's, it's a goodwill gesture from the university saying, hey, we recognize we're tax exempt, but we use a ton of your services, so we're going to help um, pay for that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And you talked to Alderman Monty Allison. What are his concerns regarding this dependence on sales tax? Yeah, so his concerns are that um, sales tax actually aren't a dependable source of revenue because they can fluctuate from year to year and depends just to how much consumers and shoppers are willing to shop in the town of Elon, whether that's getting gas or getting pizza or, or what have you. And so he, he says that the, the town needs some type of dependable revenue stream that they're just not getting. Allison said that he wishes the university would recognize that the town needs funds in order to support the institution. They depend on us to provide water and sewer and other services. So when we look at that, we realize um, so how do we cover that? And if you look at, and I'm sure you've heard this before, if you look at property tax, um, the university basically represents about a quarter of the, of the land mass of our town. And because of the tax exempt status, that property is not taxable. And, and that's something we understand, we know that. Um, what concerns us, I guess, as the university continues to grow and acquire property, that only further reduces our tax base. And the new innovation quad that they're building on the old Elon Elementary lot might require the town to put down a new water line. How much would this cost and what are the issues with this situation? Yeah, so the town manager told me that there's an estimated cost of $3 million. 
and um, the infrastructure is old and there needs to be new water lines to be able to supply the, the water at the capacity that the university would need for this quad. Um, and so that's looking at $3 million out the town budget. And the town doesn't have that kind of money. So they're looking at, hey, let's talk to the university, like, hey, what can you contribute to paying for this water line because you guys are going to be the main um, users of this water line. But again, the, the university is not required, but those conversations are being had of like, hey, can you, can you meet, us, meet us halfway here? Can you, can, you, um, can you pay for part of this? And they're also looking at um, other entities and grants and stuff like that that they could use to fund this water line. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a major, major chunk of money for the town because that's equivalent to the amount of money that the town generated in sales revenue for, um, I think it's 2019, I believe. And you also talked with alderwoman Emily Sharp. She talked to you about how the university could actually benefit from donating more money to the town. Can you explain her reasoning for this? Yeah, um, Emily Sharp, um, alderwoman Emily Sharp, she, she has this, this vision of unity for the town of Elon. That's all of the, the different entities in the town, whether that's the university, you know, the regular full-time residents, that's Twin Lakes, that's neighborhoods across um, University Drive. She wants all of them to kind of come together and be this one unified community. And she's saying that if the university were to either um, contribute more money to the town or give them some of their property or help pay for more of these special projects, um, they, these projects could be beneficial to both full-time residents and students. There's fees from utilities. That, yeah, that goes to the state and is distributed to us. It's nothing that we collect uh, or, or set ourselves. It's, uh, that's done under state law. So that a lot of those are, we just, we, they come to us and we just don't have any ability to increase them or decrease them or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so with the, I know the university pledged recently that um, for like the next 10 years they laid out like this is how much we're giving to fire and police. Yep. Um, but with that pledge, it's technically not like this isn't like code of And so she's thinking of a, of a green space downtown would be something that um, both uh, town residents and university um, students alike could use and kind of come together and have, a, have this mutual space. So it's not just something that will benefit the university, it would benefit the town as well. And actually I was going through the university's master plan and they actually have in their master plan that they want to use this space that they have downtown right by um, the Park Place Apartments to eventually build a green space. Sharp wants the town to build a relationship with the university that is deeper than finances. She hopes the two can come together and build a community with one another. Um, and that increases ours perhaps more than others. But uh, it, it has been a very pleasant surprise that, that we've seen more revenue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you were saying, so with sales tax, that's all, like all municipalities within the county, that's totaled together and then distributed back to the town. Yeah. So, and those are all the questions I have for you. Always a pleasure. It was nice, nice speaking with you. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of ENN Radio. Subscribe to ENN Radio on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and follow us on social media at Elon News Network. For the latest news, visit our website, elonnewsnetwork.com. <laughs>